0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Bacon. Back again, y'all, with another episode. Back again with another episode, right? Um, let me say something before I get started, right? Um, I don't know what's going on around here. They got a lot of construction, so, you know, I record my shows. Everybody knows it. So, you'll hear some noise in the background. Um, it's not me. They got some stuff going on here, but the show must go on, right? And I hope that you can bear with me. You know, I'm I gotta do the shows when I have the opportunity to do them and that's just what it is with me right now. Uh, but I hope that you focus more on the content as opposed to the distracting sounds you may hear of poles falling and people drilling and noise and people walking and talking, right? So I want you to focus on my voice, you know? <laughs> So anyway, in this episode, I'm gonna be talking about uh, giving yourself permission to be happy. That's relevant, especially in here, Um, Because people in here, they carry that shame and guilt related to their crimes. And and it manifests in all kinds of ways, right? And I have a friend in here that is the inspiration for this episode. Uh, He hardly ever smiles. You know, people nicknamed him Mr. Grumpy. You know what I'm saying? But he's a good dude. He's a solid dude. You know what I'm saying? Got a good heart. But he acts in a way to where he's standoffish and almost not approachable so one day I asked him why he was like that and he told me that there wasn't nothing to be happy about in here and he didn't think he had the right to be happy and I thought about that and I, as I thought about it I started to realize that um, the way he conducted himself you know what I'm saying the way he sees himself it's directly related to how he treats himself and other people and uh um, It really stuck with me. It bothered me because I knew, uh, as I was thinking about it, that he would never be healed if he continued to function like that, right? And if he didn't allow himself to heal, he couldn't be happy, right? And if he can't be happy, then he's going to continue to spend the rest of his life, whether it's in here or out there, um, in a pessimistic mood. And a lot of people think that, you know, happiness is attached to being outside of this place. Well, if that were true, then everybody outside of prison would be happy. But they're not, right? They're not. I know a lot of people out there with y'all that have done some things in their life and are not happy. People that have committed adultery people that have lied to friends and family, people that have stole from friends and family and haven't forgiven themselves for it. And that shame that you carry with you or or that other people put on you by constantly throwing it back up in your face and reminding you of how bad of a person you were and not are, that triggers in you that shame that you felt when you did what you did and came to the realization that it was wrong. And if you don't ever find a way to move beyond that, you're gonna always feel uh, like you don't have permission to be happy, that you don't have permission to move on with your life and do great things. And that's not fair to you. And in fact, it's not fair to your family, It's not fair to the world because the world could be missing out on something that you're going to do that is great and profound. And if you don't get it together, because it's all on you now, because at the end of the day, you did what you did. I did what I did. But I have to find a way to forgive myself, and I've done that. And let me tell you something that you can do. You forgive yourself, and you're trying to find a way to ask forgiveness of the people that you've offended. Now, if you can't do that in person, just say it out loud as if you're having a conversation with that individual and ask them for forgiveness. Do that. Some people I know, let me give you something that somebody else told me that they did. They found some parchment paper, right? And they wrote on there a letter asking the person that they offended to forgive them. And when they finished writing that letter, now this special type of parchment paper, I don't know if it's parchment or rice paper, whatever it is, but this particular type of paper, they could take it and put it in a bowl of warm water and it'll dissolve, right? And symbolically, that was releasing them from that. They've done everything that they can do. Right, in asking for forgiveness, and if you can figure out what type of paper that is, I wish I knew for sure—is rice paper, parchment paper, whatever the case may be. But maybe you could do that if you if you don't have the courage to go in front of the person that you've offended, or you're not able to do that. Do that. But here's what makes that particular way of asking for forgiveness work: the changing in your behavior. You have to change your behavior. If you ask forgiveness for something from somebody, you're basically apologizing to them for what you've done. In doing that, you have to change your behavior. And that's where I think a lot of people in prison have the problem. Well, let's quit saying that. People in prison, out of prison, whatever. I think that's where a lot of people have a problem in changing their behavior. They have this block to where I might not be in here, because I'm in here for murder, y'all. Y'all know that. I might not be in here committing murder, right? But I say it's cool to sell drugs. Nah, not straight. Not straight at all. Changing your behavior means changing your behavior in a morally right way doing what's morally right across the board. Not substituting this bad behavior for another bad behavior. Now, you know what I mean? Now, that's like going from being a, a smoker to an alcoholic. They're both gonna cause you harm. Then you need to cut both of them out. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same with crime. That's the same with uh, immoral behavior substituting that behavior with another immoral behavior is not going to help you. It's about getting on that level of being a morally upright person, doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do, not expecting anything for it, right? And when you do that, then you're on your way, now I'm gonna say you're right there, to giving yourself permission. You have the right to be happy, Yes, I did what I did. I committed the crimes that I committed. Yes, my friend that's in here that inspired this story, he's he's guilty from what he did according to what he's told me. But he has a right to be happy. A lot of people out there don't think that people like us have the right to be happy or deserve to be happy. We cause so much pain to so many people that we should suffer and feel that pain from here on out until we fall down dead. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. If we don't change our behavior, then we continue to reoffend the people that we've offended, even our victims. Because most people that I've run into, when they talk about what's going on in the courtroom, they say that they want us, those people to be held accountable for what we've done. To not be able to hurt anybody else, right? That's why, that's part of the reason they want to make sure that we get prosecuted and doing this thing. Because we can't, they don't want us to bring any pain to anybody else, right? And I respect that. That's the right thing to do. But if I don't change my behavior, whether I'm in here or out there. I am not giving my victims what they deserve. Which is justice. Right, They think that it would be best for me to be put in prison for what I did so that I can't harm anybody else, then so be that. So I need to change my behavior. right? And if I change my behavior and I act accordingly, not causing harm and pain to people then why shouldn't I deserve to be happy about that? Why shouldn't I deserve to be happy to go forward with my life in a positive and productive way? I do. I think I do. I think my friend does this in here. And I think any of you out there that may have offended somebody and are continuing to hold on to that bad deed, that bad decision that you made, you have the right to be happy. And you got to do it. You got to forgive yourself to do that. It's not a hard thing to do when you see it through the lens that I see it. But if you don't see it through the lens that I see it, meaning somebody you, you're somebody that deserves to be happy, you're somebody that is worthy of the love of the Most High, and that right there alone is sufficient. That's sufficient. And you got to put yourself in a situation where you say, okay, I was wrong about what I did, and I'm sorry for what I did. But it's time for me to stand up straight and move on with my life in the best way I can under whatever circumstances I can without causing any harm to anybody else. You have to take that. Because it's not going to be given to you. People are still angry with you, even if it's after 10, 20, 30 years. Some people hold on to that. All you can do is pray for them. But don't you hold on to it. That's what they want to do, that's all they want to talk about, (laughs) then that's sad. It's sad. And it hurts to think about that. It hurts me to think that somebody would continue to be hurt by something that I did 30 years ago. That grieves me. That grieves me. And so think about that too before you. Do something to somebody. You don't know how long they may hold on to that and how it may affect their lives. So think about that before you do something wrong to somebody else. Think about that. But you have the right to be happy. Give yourself permission to be happy. And when you do that, you're going to help that heart that's inside of you. It's going to grow. and It's going to Welcome other people. It's gonna, you're going to be able to love other people. You're going to be able to forgive other people for the things that they've done, for, done to you. But you got to open yourself up to that possibility. And when you open yourself up to that possibility, man, oh my goodness. I'm telling you now. All kinds of good things are going to happen for you and to you. No doubt about it. No doubt about that in my mind. You hear me? No doubt about that in my mind. Just wanted to drop that on you. Uh, If you have any comments or questions about that, hit me up in the comments section on my YouTube or hit me up in my email at doingtimewithjot at gmail.com. That's D-O-I-N. Don't put put the G on it. It's just D-O-I-N, doing. Doing Doingtimewithjot at gmail.com. And uh, I'll do my best to make sure that you get a response to that. Uh, It may take a few days. Uh, but once I call home, they'll get they'll let me know and then they'll respond for me, okay? And I appreciate all of y'all uh, for listening to the show. Share it with your friends and if you haven't subscribed, subscribe, y'all. Help a brother out. <laughs> this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.